Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, to the NKU Sports Talk Show. I'm your host, Josh Cobb, with Noah Miller and Phil Hoffman. We are on the campus of Northern Kentucky University in Griffin Hall. Today is Tuesday, April 4th, and, you know, Reds opening week. Noah, you went to opening day. They lost. You're going tonight, and they've won every game since, so don't jinx us. I'll, I'll try my best. Hopefully I'm not the jinx, because if I am, I think I'm done for the season. They've been playing pretty well. Jason Vosler had a big game yesterday, and they play the Cubs again tonight. The Cubs are, let's see, 1-3. Three. Three. The Reds lead the division. and I mean, the way the Reds are playing right now, you, you, you can't get too excited, but you have mm-hmm. to be excited about the start. It's better than last season. Oh, I am cautiously optimistic. Oh, I am so excited for the start of this season, even though it is against the Pirates and the Cubs, both division opponents and both teams that are probably around the same position or even worse than the Reds. And I'm just really excited to see what the Reds can do. They're pitching well. Their offense is amazing. So I'm just excited to see what the rest of the season they won that game yesterday against the Cubs 7-6, to six, and then they have two more games. And then they have a series against the Phillies. The Phillies are 0-4, started 0-4. The World Series runner-ups, you have to take advantage of their slow start and pick up some wins. I mean, even though the Phillies are off to a bad start, they still have some great players, and it's still a series you need to take advantage of when the Phillies are in their slump. Yeah, they have a great pitching staff. They have a great offense, but Reese Hoskins is out for the season with a 20 ACL. That happened in spring training, and Bryce Harper started started the year on the 10-day DL, so he will still be on that when he put, when the Reds play him. So missing those two pieces is huge, but there's still a ton of talent on that team, and even former Red Nick Castellanos is on that team, so... I don't know. It'll be a good good game. I think we can even take that series as long as Austin Nola is, or Aaron Nola. I think it's Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola, yeah. yeah. He's not pitching, which I think he pitches on Wednesday. If the Phillies haven't played yet, I think he pitches on Wednesday. But so they will play them on Thursday and Saturday, then Sunday, and then they have a series against the Braves, and then they play the Phillies at home yeah. again on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, which is the 13th, 14th. And 15, a lot to look forward to for this Reds team. Noah, on our last episode, you did great hosting it and talking a lot about NKU baseball. Kind of gave me idea, gave me an idea. Since you know the basketball teams are in their off season, and you know basketball is kind of the popular sport here, so why not use this opportunity to talk about some of the other sports? So why not do? softball today I thought it would be a good day to talk about it since we just talked about NKU baseball on the last episode the softball team has struggled this season nine and 21 record four and three in the horizon league three and four at home one and two on the road and five and 15 on a neutral field but they actually play today at 4 p.m. against EKU that's a you got to get the win against the Colonels the in-state foe they picked up a win in their last game against Cleveland State, ten to one, but they lost the series. And you know, I believe I can't remember who the player was, but I, I think one of the players actually made Sports Center. So we've had oh a, yeah, I, d- I did see that. We had a softball. We've had a softball and a baseball player make Sports Center. That's pretty neat for a small school like us. Oh yeah, I bet that's uh, two more times than we did last year. <laughs> Probably. Hey, we'll take the national attention when we can get it. And I mean, plus the basketball team was on Sports Center. 
multiple times. So we take all that we can get at NKU. Yeah, not to take away from the softball, but the baseball team, whenever they like hit, believe it's hit a home run, they put a Viking hat on, just like the Reds. And I saw that mm. when I saw NKU that, yep. posted it, the Reds retweeted it. And that's they, pretty they neat. interacted with it. So that's, that's really neat. And I mean, for your p- local pro team to support your college's team. And then this weekend, the softball takes on Robert Morris. It's on the road at Friday, 3 p.m., and then Saturday, 1 p.m. They actually play Kentucky, who is in the top 25 on April 18th. Kentucky is actually playing a series against Georgia right now, who's also in the top 25. So that's a that's a, going to be a big game. And most of the other games are just Horizon League games for the rest of the season. So, again, I believe you can watch some of the games on the ESPN Plus. I'm not completely sure. I, th- I think some of them I are. I believe that Kentucky game will be streamed. Okay. So, so most of them will be. Go check out the softball team. And, you know, go support the baseball team, too. Both of them will be on mm-hmm. TV at, from time to time. So, you know, these uh, teams at NKU will take advantage of all of all the fans they can get, and you know they enjoy it. So, the college basketball championship took place last last night. UConn just dominated the whole thing. We did get that right in our bracket, even though it was pretty easy with the, when there was just four teams left. UConn dominated their way their through the whole tournament. They beat Miami seventy two to fifty nine in the final four. And then beat San Diego State last night, 76-59 to in the championship. I mean, all around, they were just the best team in the tournament. It wasn't even close. Yeah, yeah, they were blowing teams out the entire tournament, all the way from, like, the round of 64 to the finals. They were just rolling through teams like it was nothing. Yeah, their average uh, points won, won by, I think it was around 20. That's that's wild. I mean, mm-hmm. UConn at the beginning of the season started off just about as good as anyone. Then they hit a slump, and you know everyone says you want to play your best basketball down the stretch. Well, they did, and it helped. It showed. The I mean, or the other game was San Diego State versus Florida Atlantic. San Diego State pulled that win at the buzzer. Did you all watch that game? I saw that. That was. Wow. I was actually. Uh, I wasn't home to watch it, but then I saw it, the replay. I was like, oh, wow, that ended on a buzzer beater. It's not like mm-hmm. that happens very often in the postseason, especially the Final Four or the National Championship. Yeah, I was just glad like there was at least one buzzer beater the entire tournament because it used to be like there was like four or five in the entire tournament, starting with like your first one in the round of 64. Mm-hmm. And it felt like there was none this year until that game. I didn't so. realize that until you just said it. There was a serious lack of buzzer beaters yeah. in this tournament. It, w- it was a good tournament, but oh, yeah. when you don't Very. have buzzer beaters, it just takes away from the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I was hoping Florida Atlantic would make it. I mean, who doesn't want to see a nine seed make oh, yeah. it to sure. the national championship? But they what an awesome run for a team that's in the Conference USA, a smaller conference. It's even same for San Diego State. I mean, the yeah. Mountain West Conference, that's not a big conference either. So, I mean, that's a good run for anyone to make it to – to that level yeah and FAU they'll be back they're getting all their players returning so they'll be back I think that's something else to watch for next season is a lot of these teams like Marquette I believe UConn has a lot returning Xavier has several returning so and plus the transfer portal is just wild now compared to what it used to be so I think college basketball is going to be just as good as it was this season where it's kind of just a wide open thing to look at you know, speaking of college basketball, NKU, they have, I believe, five or six players in the transfer portal. 
Wow. They have kept Marquez Work and Sam Vincent and Trey Robinson, three starters coming back. You know, Vincent and Warwick, you, as long as you don't see those guys in the transfer portal, you're good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we absolutely need to keep them. And you, know, Chris Brandon, Xavier Rhodes are going to be two missed ones. Trayvon Faulkner, sixth man of the year. Mm-hmm. Those are going to hurt. And then you know, they all thought that Zorgval off the bench was going to replace Brandon because he was the first big man off the bench. Well, he, he's entered the transfer portal. So now they're in need of a center. Someone who some a position that they've really excelled in the last few seasons with Adrian Nelson, who's now on Youngstown State, and then Chris Brandon. So that's a position that is a huge need for the Norse. Do you think they'll go to the transfer portal? They or? do have a few players that I've seen go, that they're going after in the transfer portal. I know one was from Arkansas State, who's pretty pretty good, but he unfortunately went back to Arkansas State. Mm. So I mean, they're just going to have to. Wait and see. I'm not sure what the recruiting is looking like from freshmen, but you got to have to make some changes to get back to the NCAA tournament okay. in the next season. The Women's College Basketball Championship. I'm going to be completely honest. I did not watch – I usually do not watch women's college basketball, but the Final Four was amazing. I'm not sure if you all saw it, but Caitlin Clark, do you know that name? Yes. She is so good. She's one of the best women. She's the best women's player I've ever watched play, and I say that confidently. I mean, she just pulls up from right past half yeah. court. I've <laughs> never seen a, a a female in women's basketball do that kind of stuff. And she averaged thirty points a game, forty one points in the final wow. four, and in in the championship. I don't know if you all saw this either, but LSU's best player holding up the ring to Caitlin Clark after the game is causing a bunch of controversy. So. Do you think that as a do you think it is classless to go up to the other star player in the championship? Yes. And you, you don't you don't even have to finish this for me to answer it. Yes, I think it is completely classless because when uh oh I already forgot her name Caitlin 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 yeah when Caitlin did it she was doing it towards her team and she only did mm-hmm. it for like she only did it for like five seconds and then when the girl from LSU did it she was doing it towards another team and she continued continued it that that's it what was odd doing to me it. was so. the fact that you had like the girl chased her down that's yeah. weird you don't yeah you don't need to go out of your way to do exactly that. exactly i mean if you're like right beside each other okay go ahead but at when the game's over you know i was gonna lose don't mm-hmm. go after someone just to exactly. trash talk especially when no offense to Angel Reese and LSU, but Mm -hmm. in 100 years, everyone's going to remember who Caitlin Clark is because of the impact she had. I mean, she's made history, and so people are going to remember who she is, but even though she didn't win it. You know, the Mm -hmm. crazy thing is, though, she still has another year, so she could be back. I hope it's them and LSU in the championship again then. (laughs) Yeah, I was kind of shocked that, I mean, LSU was a three seed. In which I was kind of shocked, but one of their only losses was against South Carolina, who Iowa beat. And South Carolina was 36-0. and 0. Yeah. That's wild. I mean, you'll see, even see that in college basketball. I think the last time a team did it or like went on that kind of run was either Gonzaga a few years ago during the COVID year in Kentucky in 2015. It's just not a thing you see very often. But I feel like that really helped women's college basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like – for us as NKU fans, we're, we've been pretty lucky to have some pretty solid teams and great players like Duvall this year, 
I mean, she's one of the better mid-major players. So we've been pretty fortunate to have some great players to watch and you know, ha- go to a game to and can you could count on that they are going to pick up the win. Yeah, for sure. And just watching, especially from NKU, just watching both these, both our men's and women's team have a chance to play in the tournament and get a chance to go to the March Madness because the women were only one game away. Yep. Yeah, just a chance to just being in the tournament for a college like us is an incredible experience. It's so much fun. I couldn't imagine winning at all. <laughs> yeah, that would be. You know, when are we gonna see? A, when are we gonna get to the day where a smaller school like us gets to win a championship? I mean, I know Florida Atlantic was close. Loyola mm-hmm. Chicago made it a few years ago, but are we ever gonna get to that day? Do you think? No, I don't think it'll ever happen. Just because. There's so many bigger schools, and that like their recruitment is just, it's just better than yeah. smaller schools, and cause they have more money than smaller schools. So, I think what would have to happen is NKU would have to become a bigger school. You know, we yeah. would have to maybe win just a game or two in the first couple of rounds, and then get bigger recruitment, and then slowly become, you know, a bigger school. And then when we do finally win it, it's not as much of a surprise. Uh, yeah, I mean. Kind of to counter counter that, or go off of that, Butler, the men's team in 2010 and 11, they made the championship. They were in the Horizon League when they did that. Think about that. Wow. And now they're in the Big East. So kind of like you said, mm-hmm. they won those games, and it kind of they just kind of progressed to becoming that bigger school now in the Big East, which is one of the biggest and best conferences in basketball. I mean, that's who UConn. It was UConn's conference, so mm-hmm. that's that's kind of a good point. Yeah, to compare, like, UC football, you know, exactly. getting into a bigger conference. Exactly. I so mean, do you think it would benefit NKU if they switched conferences, or do you think they should stay in the Horizon? I think I think the Horizon League is a good competitive level right now, I think. Yeah. I, I think if they had the chance to get to a bigger level, it would absolutely benefit them. It just, you know, if that offers there. Yeah. I'm not sure the size and what people consider to be the next level of a conference. I know, like, the Ohio Valley Conference, which is, like, Moorhead State and used to be, like, Belmont and Murray State. That's mm-hmm. a pretty sizable conference. Like, And there's the Atlantic Sun, which is a little bit bigger. And I think all of those would be a step up from the Horizon League because, honestly, since I know NKU, when they played Texas Tech, they were a 14 and then Wright State was a 14 a couple years ago but other than that that's as high as the horizon league's getting and some of these other conferences that i just listed are getting to like 13 and 12 seeds so that could always help it, i mean of course it'd be a little bit tougher to get to the tournament but you take what you can get when you when you get to that conference and that look kind of level so on i believe sat it was saturday yeah the final four the reason mm-hmm. I missed it. So, have you all seen the commercial for the new movie Air? No. No. So, I highly recommend everyone to watch it. It's about how Nike signed Jordan. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have it's seen such that. a good yeah. one of the best yeah. movies I've ever seen personally. I mean, uh, I might be a little biased because I'm a sports fan, but y'all have to watch it. It's so good. And it's a like of course Nike was like Under Armour is now, which is wild. Mm-hmm. And they're on top now. They make billions of dollars a year. So, 
to think that if they hadn't assigned Michael Jordan, which is what the movie is about, we probably wouldn't be wearing Nike today. Like, Nike wouldn't be that popular. It'd probably be like Reebok is now, hmm. which because no one liked Nike back then. So th- I think that's wild how athletes can have an impact based on just who these companies sign has an impact on the future and like what we wear like i'm wearing i have several nike things on and to be honest i probably wouldn't be wearing it if it wasn't for that I th- you have any nike on i have an adidas shoes i think i got them from goodwill so oh I, I i have nike on. i'm not a big spender on like brand shoes or clothing hey nike's good though isn't it no, of course they're great <laughs> they're <good. laughs> You know, I mean, and to see that Nike, I mean, Jordan has his own brand now, but the fact that, like, now they've signed LeBron and Kobe and some, mm-hmm. like, Durant, like, all these superstars is kind of wild. You know, but I was thinking, football, does NFL have, like, any of those big-time names that have signed with these companies that you can think of? For shoes, basketball, obviously, those go yeah. hand-in-hand. But I can't think of really any NFL players. See that isn't that's odd to me. Yeah. That the no, I think players have signed with Nike from the NFL. But I don't think it's more so like the whole NFL yeah. is tied in. It, it's just weird that they mm. don't have the impact like basketball does on shoes. Like that, I mean, these are some of the highest paid players in the world, and yet there isn't. You when you think of Nike and athletes, you don't think of any NFL players. No. No. Or any other sport. I mean, can you think of any other sports that have players? Ba- baseball. Are they big with shoe brands? Yeah, like Trout, Judge, Bryce Harper. Okay. Are they with Nike? Yeah. I'm oh. pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. I believe I have seen Judge in a Nike commercial before. Bryce Harper might have done some stuff with uh, Under Armour and Nike. Mm. Yeah, you see some big names with yeah, Under Armour. Yeah, but I know, I know Mike Trout is with Nike. I mean, basketball-wise, you know, Stephen Curry has that, and that, I don't know, I just always felt like basketball kind of ruled that, but. Yeah, but see, is it, is it just me, so. or I feel like Under Armour is the bigger, like, basketball brand. Really? Versus Nike. Like, shoes-wise, yeah, huh. Nike is definitely yeah. in basketball, but when it comes to, like, everything else, yeah, I, isn't it? I feel like it's Under yeah. Armour. Yeah, I can see that. With like wrist brands and sleeves, yeah. And yeah. Stuff. Under Armour and Under Armour with like compression stuff yeah. is also pretty yeah. big. Yeah, because I know a lot of that. athletes that have worn that. Although uh, NFL jersey that is Nike would be nice. That would look. That would look. Some, that would look That'd be cool. Nike makes some sick jerseys. So yeah. Yeah, but going to the shoe thing, I think it's just because basketball, you know, those are shoes, yeah. whereas other sports are cleats. Exactly. There's a big difference there. Yeah. I mean, you can walk around in basketball shoes without yeah. whatever, but you can't walk around. That's a good point. So, Phil, you got your uh, phone fixed. I the did. last show, you didn't have a phone, and now you <laughs> have it. So, actually, text him. I'm kidding. I'm not going to say your number. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I got a new phone. I'm excited about it. I, it's the uh, same exact size as my old phone. I thought it was going to be bigger, but I, I don't mind. So, I just slapped my old case on it, and... Yeah, I'm as happy as I can be. It's a good <laughs> yeah, phone. That would be awful. I still couldn't imagine. How was it being disconnected from everything while you were? Uh, other than the big one, uh, the big thing, and just being able to text and 
uh, call for convenience reasons. Uh, it was it wasn't bad. It was actually nice, a little break uh, from everything. And I still haven't re-downloaded like Twitter or uh, Instagram or any of that stuff. I I just haven't had the need to. I guess. Yeah. Are you planning on downloading it? Because some people I probably will. Because some people they like when they get new phones, they just don't download everything back and they're just like i'm done yeah i'm sure there's a lot of stuff that i probably won't re-download just i'm sure i had a ton of apps on my old phone that i never used and i just never thought about it but i'll probably re-download twitter for sure i like keeping especially during like nfl free agency oh yeah not it's kind of winding down now but yeah i like keeping up with all that who's your go-to to look at when it comes to like sporting news on twitter Oh, my go-to, like, account? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. I kind of just go through whatever. Yeah, go through whatever, whatever pops up, I guess. That's fair. Yeah, there's not one that, like, I go to specifically. I mean, I guess, like, the NFL account because, yeah. you know, that's all, like, it's verified like it happened, you know, where other exactly. accounts, you know, they can trick you, like, on April Fool's. Yeah. I was happy to not have my phone <laughs> on April Fool's. <laughs> I got got. Did you? Several times. <laughs> Did you get got by uh, the Kentucky one? Yeah. Because I, I, I saw that one. What was the Kentucky one? Well, there were actually several, to be honest. <laughs> one was uh, Oscar Sheedway was coming back, and I got super hyped about that. <laughs> Even, you know, One that actually really got me was that Caleb Love, North Carolina's best player, was transferring to Duke. And I'm like, what? Who transfers to the rival school? Oh, yeah. Oh. And to be fair, I just woke up and looked at my phone and saw that. So so you're a little out of it. Yeah, I was out, and I was like, what? My, my sister-in-law caught my brother really good because she saw one about Aaron Donald being traded to the Bengals. Yeah, yeah it, was, um, like, it was like a big, serious trade. Like, he was traded for um, Jonah Williams and, like, a second-round pick or something over to the Bengals. And she tried telling my brother about it, and he believed her for a second. I saw one where uh, Bronny James was committing to UC. I saw that, too. <laughs> that would never happen. Yeah. <laughs> over, it was over, like, schools like UCLA, Ohio State, and yeah. another one. And I was no, like, no, he's going to a big-name school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he went to UC, I there's I something legal going on. <laughs> Illegal. <laughs> yeah, or, or, like, against NCAA NKU. rules. Against NCAA rules. If he came to, could NKU, you imagine? Oh, that well, that's never. I don't. That would that never would, happen. That wouldn't happen. We would get recognition. That's for sure. Oh yeah, people would actually show up to games. We might get yeah. investigated. <laughs> How much did you pay this dude to come here? I mean, that's what Miami did for basketball. They just paid. They just used nil money on half of their roster because a lot of them were from the transfer portal. I mean, I maybe, guess if, maybe we should do that if it's legal now. Maybe we need to get. Uh, let's see. We need to get some of the local businesses. We need to get Max to sign a huge. We're gonna need a lot of local businesses. We're yeah. gonna need La Roses <laughs> to just yeah, sign need, somebody to this yeah, fat. You need Skyline right need down Nike. the road. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'd have to just start a GoFundMe at that. We'd point. have to get like PNG or something. Yeah. yeah, and they that would never happen. But we can mm-hmm. dream. I wonder what the biggest recruit like out of stars, like. Three star, four star, five star, NKU has ever gotten. Oh, NKU. I thought you were just going to say ever. Oh, NKU star? specifically? You I think NKU ever you. got a four star? Hmm? You think NKU has ever got a four star? 
I don't think. Maybe a three star. I'm not sure I don't what know. I'm not sure what Vincent Sam Vincent was. I I'd, I wonder if he was a three star. I'd be kinda surprised. But I don't know. He, he had a pretty well. good high school career. Mm-hmm. There's a three star uh, at Elder High School right now for basketball. Really? Mm. Uh, speaking of that, I saw where the Ohio Kentucky All Star game rosters came out and there was a kid from Elder on there. Yeah, yeah. It was um Carson Brown. Yeah. Big guy. It. He's uh six seven or six eight. I, I did they had a lot of big guys on there and there were se- there was a lot of like Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky players on both rosters. Yeah, since I mean that's the high school. Uh, yeah. yeah, the big love for high school. Obviously, that's a huge thing in Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky. Do you think that Cincinnati as far as high school talent is be- is better than like the other big cities in Ohio? That's a good question. I think it's right there. Yeah. I, I wouldn't I don't know if I would put them above or below any of the others, mm-hmm. but I'd say they're right at the competitiveness. I mean, in football, like they've had some great talent. Yeah. So I I mean I know Moeller has had some success and of course you know more about that than I do. Mm-hmm. Um and I was thinking yesterday, one of the games I actually watched of the Ohio Kentucky All Star games a few or a few years ago, had um, Miles McBride, who now plays for the Knicks, and had Jackson Hayes, who plays for the Pelicans now. Mm-hmm. And watching them then, I'm like, okay, these are just high school players, and yeah. now they're in the NBA. It's pretty wild. And I know McBride went to Moeller, and I'm not sure mm-hmm. where Hayes went. Yeah, I would say there's a lot of a lot of talent that comes out of Cincinnati, uh, especially with football. I know Elder, they pride themselves on the couple of NFL players they had. Uh, go through Elder and then a bunch of the other uh, high schools as well. So, what's probably the biggest name that's come through Elder? Through Elder, wise, yeah. Um, it's an NFL player. He played for the Minnesota Vikings. Kyle Rudolph. Oh, Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, went there. Yeah, wow. yeah. He was Cincinnati grown and raised. He uh, uh, went to visitation, my grade school as well, and then over to Elder, and then uh, I, forget, I don't know where he went to college. I don't remember. I want to feel like Notre Dame for some reason. I think I'm that might be right. So you got some connections. We can. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big ask. <laughs> was he pre- so he actually played the All Star game ba- in basketball too? So was did mm-hmm. he play basketball order? Yeah, he was really good That's too. So crazy, like a, such a good two sport athlete. Yeah, all his uh, classmates. Uh, he had he hosted a sports tag at Elder a couple years back, and all his classmates said how. Uh, they knew he was going to go to the NBA or NFL. That's wild. Yeah. You can be that good at two sports. I mean, Michael Mayer, who's going to be drafted in the first round from Covington Catholic, was actually pretty good at basketball, too. So, and, you know, it must be something about the tight ends locally. Yeah. yeah. Kyle Rudolph, Michael Mayer. And then I know Covington Catholic has a really good tight end getting, like, huge D- Division One offers. I believe, you know, there's a lot of good football talent. Mm-hmm. Between, you know, both sides of the river, and of course Cincinnati would probably be a little bit better because of the size of the school. But you know, take what you get. You know, as we kind of wind things down here, go follow our Spotify, and you will let you know when we upload every Tuesday and Thursday. We're making our editor Brady Kramer work a little bit harder. <laughs> I'm sure he appreciates that. 
and go follow our, our social medias. Instagram is NKU Sports Talk 2022, and our Twitter is at NKU Talk 2022. Am I correct? Does anyone know? I have yeah, no, I, I, I think have so. No I forget everything. NKU Sports Talk showing everything, and it should pop up. Yeah, mm-hmm. just yeah, just type that in, and we're actually working on another video here that's going to be on camera. Oh yeah, Phil, you Phil, you were working on it right before our or the show started. I'm I excited was. for that one. Me and Josh are going to play our Super Bowl matchup from our long, long-winded uh, NFL draft. That f- yeah. felt like two months long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I haven't played Madden in forever, mm-hmm. so I'm probably going to lose, but I. Ha- I'm confident that my players will carry me and the CPU will uh, take over for me because right. I, I don't think I can win based off pure talent. You got the QB advantage. I know that much. Yeah, Josh Allen. So you, you asked, should I go with Matthew Stafford or Kenny Pickett? So Yeah, what? so when I simmed, Matthew Stafford got hurt. He was out for half the season, and Kenny Pickett took over for the Steelers. So – yeah, that's the big question. If I should play with Kenny Pickett or Matthew Stafford, I feel like the she, past season you could go with either. Just flip a coin. Yeah, there. Yeah. I think a one overall difference in Madden. You know, Kenny, Kenny Pickett. I feel like has a lot of potential. I don't. I mean, he played good at times for the Steelers last season. This yeah. is real life, not Madden. Anyway. Yeah. I wasn't talking yeah. about Madden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he turned it up at the end of the season there. Yeah, he did, and he kind of showed the Steelers why they shouldn't have started. Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I enjoyed watching it though. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Beagle should have won that opening game. That was sad. That was a, that yeah. was a, nobody should have won that game. <laughs> that was bad. That happens. It happens. Yeah. Hey, but the Bengals were in the AFC Championship, mm. so can't complain. Nope. You know, as again, as we wrap things up, go watch our last episodes all on Spotify. We, I want to thank everyone for listening and continue to keep up. Follow us on Spotify. Big thanks to the crew behind the scenes, Bray Kramer and Seth Jackson, our producers from Noah Miller, Phil Hoffman, and myself, Josh Cobb. Wish everyone a good day.